Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everyone. This is Saturday, September the 4th, 2021. It is 5.54 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As we welcome you from the WCWSHQ here in Trinity, North Carolina, to episode number 275 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly review show. This is, of course, WCWS Power Hour. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, coming at you from the HQ, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to, of course, to talk about the week that was here in the radio network. We have plenty to, to speak about here, of course. Also, of course, we'll bring you today's wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be talking a little bit more about the All Out Prediction title challenge, of course, um, on till tomorrow. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, some wrestling news tidbits courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. If you wish, excuse me, if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have planned on talking about here tonight, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID, 141-364-POUND. And press that one if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening. As we said, ladies and gentlemen, now 5.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let's go ahead and get to, of course, we start off with our wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report here for today, uh, September the 4th. Let's see what we have here, of course, on tap for today. On this date in 1901, Frank Gotch defeated George Hackenschmidt in a two out of three falls match to retain the World Heavyweight Wrestling Championship. The score was two falls to zero. On his date in 1980, Giant Baba defeated Harley Race to win the NWA World Heavyweight title in Saga, Japan. He would lose it back to Harley Race a week later. On his date in 1987, in the final match of the third King of the Ring tournament held by the WWF in Providence, Rhode Island, Macho Man Randy Savage defeated King Kong Bundy. He would adopt the moniker 
Macho King Randy Savage until April of 1991. On this date in 1995, <clears throat> WCW uh, presented the historic first episode of WCW Monday Nitro from the unique setting that was, of course, the Mall of America, the Mall of America in Minneapolis, Minnesota. The first match in Nitro history saw Brian Pillman face Jushin Thunder Liger, and the night's main event was between longtime rivals Ric Flair and Sting. The most shocking moment of the night night came uh, was when we saw Lex Luger appear on the show, when most believed he was still contracted to the WWF, setting the tone for the anything can happen vibe that that Nitro traded off until its final episode in March of 2001, also headlined by uh, by the last match between uh, Ric Flair and Sting. <clears throat> Uh, let, we will post this video, of course, about that here in the uh, WWUS NXT NG video vault. Uh, <clears throat> uh, of course, here sometime after the show. So you can definitely check that out, of course, for yourself. On this date in the year 2000, Eddie Guerrero won the Intercontinental title on an episode of Raw's War. He defeated the champion China and also Kurt Angle in a triple threat match. On his day in 2001, following a match between The Undertaker and Steven Richards on SmackDown, former WCW Tag Team Champions Chronic, who were Brian Adams and Brian Clark, made their WWF debuts by attacking The Undertaker. He would be gone from the company less than a month later. On his day in 2009, Ring of Honor issued a press release stating that both Brian Danielson and Nigel McGuinness would be joining the WWE. While Danielson did join and go on to great success as Daniel Bryan, McGinnis didn't end up signing due to health concerns. Instead, he joined TNA, and he, he was portrayed as Desmond, as Desmond Wolf before retiring from the ring. In 2017, though, he would join WWE as a commentator, initially for the WWE UK Championship Tournament held in Blackpool in, in the United Kingdom in January of that year. On this date in 2016, Marty Skrull defeated Will Osprey and Trevor Lee to win the annual Pro Wrestling Guerrilla Battle of Los Angeles Tournament in Reseda, California. Three birthdays, of course, of note to bring you here, of course, today, folks. Today, we want to wish a very happy, let's see, uh, yes, happy 79th birthday today to the father of Hall of Famer Jeff Jarrett. I'm talking about Jerry Jarrett. We also want to wish a very happy, uh, let's see, 44th birthday today to Awesome Kong, who, of course, at, at last week's uh, NWA uh, <clears throat> Empower event uh, officially retired from the from the wrestling ring. Uh, and also, of course, we want to wish a very happy, let's see, uh, yes, happy 35th birthday to one third of the infamous trio known as the New Day. I'm talking about Xavier Woods. So happy birthday to Jerry Jarrett, Awesome Kong, and Xavier Woods here, of course, today. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let us bring you, let us, of course, now bring you our, some pop culture, history, and birthday reports here, of course, uh, for today, September the 4th. And we will, of course, it will be conducted just like we always do every Wednesday on WCWS Outside the Ropes. So, of course, it would be general pop culture as well as, of course, history, uh, general pop culture history as well as, of course, that coming from um, movies, movie history, 
TV history, sports history, and music history. On this date in 476, Romulus Augustulus, the last Western Roman emperor, advocates after forces led by uh, Odacar, Odacar, that's it, yes, that's how I can pronounce it, invades Rome. It is the traditional end of the Western Roman Empire. On his date in 1609, navigator Henry Hudson is the first European to discover the island of Manhattan. Of course, it, this was it was it was been talked about. It might be uh, September 4th, or it could have been September 11th of that year. But uh, we're just going to say that for say that for the time being. On his date in 1761, Los Angeles is founded by 44 Spanish-speaking Mazizos in the Baja of Los Fumas, or otherwise, or translated, it means Bay of Smokes. On this day in 1862, General Robert E. Lee begins the Maryland campaign, invading the North with 50,000 Confederate troops during the Civil War. One moment here in movies and television history to start off with. On this date in 1936, the movie Swing Time, directed by George Stevens, which starred the late Fred Astaire and the late Ginger Rogers, is officially released. Today in music history, in 1965, the Beatles single single entitled Help goes number one and stays number one for three weeks. And in sports history today, in 1972, the U.S. 4x100 meter medley relay team of Mike Stamm, Tom Bruce, Mark Spitz, and Jerry Heidenreich sets world record 348.16 to win gold at the Munich Olympics. Mark Spitz becomes first athlete athlete to win seven Olympic gold medals at a single Olympic Games. On this day in 1888, George Eastman patents the first roll film camera and registers it as Kodak. Some notable, of course, uh, notable birthdays, of course, here today. Let's go ahead and check out a couple right here for you. Today would have been the 120th birthday of William Lyons. He sat as he passed away in 1985. Today would have been the 112th birthday of Ed, Edward Worse. He passed away in 1909. Today would have been the 103rd birthday of legendary, I believe he was a radio personality, Paul Harvey. Uh, sadly, he passed away in, he also won an award of honor here, I believe, during, during was awarded by then President George W. Bush. Uh, sadly, he passed, he passed away in 2009. Today, we wish uh, golfer Ray Floyd a happy 79th birthday. Also, uh, we wish uh, legendary golfer Tom Watson a happy 72nd birthday. And we also wish those of you who are who are fans of hers, uh, we, today we wish a very happy 40th birthday to singer uh, Beyonce Knowles. Of course, a lot, a lot of times she's just simply often, simply often known as uh, Beyonce, but still. But like I said, <clears throat> those who do like Beyonce, so today is her birthday today. Uh, let's see here. Uh, da, da, na, 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 
on a say in 2012 uh, carpet that can help prevent falls among the elderly elderly by warning them of unusual footsteps is as is, is, is developed hmm. on his day in 1834 uh, so several weddings to talk about here 1834 on the state American abolitionist William Lloyd Garrison who was 28 at the time marries Helen Eliza Benson who was 22 at the time in Boston Massachusetts on this day in 1930 Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall who was 21 at the time marries Vivian Bury at the First African Baptist Church in Philadelphia and on this day in 1988 actor Kevin Bacon marries actress Kira Sedgwick some notable passings here, ladies and gentlemen, in history. Uh, I believe this was during ancient, uh, like during the times of ancient China, I believe ancient Japan. Uh, Tugria, we don't know how old he was, but he passed away in 1063. Jose Miguel Carrera passed away on this date in 1821. Clyde Fitch passed away on this date in 1909. Legendary baseball player Hank Greenberg passed away on this date in 1986. On his day in 2006, we lost the legend, the, the one and only crocodile hunter himself, Steve Irwin. Uh, also, of course, on this day in 2014, we lost legendary actress and comedian and television host, the one and only Joan Rivers. Uh, let's see. No, okay. Now we go to directly to your movies and television history and birthdays here, folks. As we said, 1936, the movie Swing Time. Directed by George Stevens, starring the, the late Fred Astaire and the late Ginger Rogers, is, is released. On a day in 1940, CBS begins broadcasting TV as station W2XAB. Hmm. I want to say a couple of moments here on, in 1951. First off, the first transcontinental TV broadcast which <coughs> took place, it was conducted by then President Harry Truman. Also, NBC extends to become a 61-station coast-to-coast network. On his, a couple of moments in 1953, first off, WATR, now WTXX TV Channel 20 in Waterbury, Connecticut, which is an NBC affiliate, begins their broadcasting. And WGEM TV Channel 10 in Quincy, Hannibal, Illinois, which is also an NBC affiliate, also begins their broadcasting. On the state in 1961, the Carol Burnett Richard Hayes Show premieres on CBS Radio. And on the state in 1965, KREZ TV Channel 6 in Durango, Colorado, starting out as a CBS affiliate and then went on to an NBC affiliate, begins their broadcasting. As we said today, we wish a very happy 40th birthday to Beyonce. And like we said, on this date, we lost the Crocodile Hunter Steve Irwin in uh let's see in the year 2006 and also we lost like i said the legendary joan rivers on the stage in 2014. some notable weddings to talk about here first off as we said in 1988 kevin bacon marries kira sedgwick on the state in 1998 kim control who was known for sex in the city also of course if you remember back in the 80s she was in the movie mannequin and also for you, Star Trek buffs, she was in Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. She played the female Vulcan, Valeris. Kim Cattrall, around this time, 1998, she was 42 at the time. Mary's audio designer, Mark Levinson. 
on a day in 2006, television presenter Sally Mean, M-E-E-N, who was 41 at the time, marries show business agent Russ Lindsay at the Great Foster's Hotel in Egham, Surrey. On a day in 2009, singer and actress Christina Milian, who was 27 at the time, marries singer-songwriter The Dream, who was 31 at the time, at the Little White Chapel in Las Vegas. And on this day in 2011, fashion model and designer Lauren Bush, who was 28 at the time, marries David Lauren, who was 40 at the time, who was the son of fashion designer Ralph Lauren at the 17,000-acre farm in Colorado. Let's see. As we said, of course, on this day in 1888, George, George Eastman, patented the, and developed the roll film camera, of course, it was under the name. Uh, it would be better known, of course, as Kodak. I know, it was just a little extra piece of history right there. Um, in music history today, in 1948, Angel in the Wings closes at Coronet Theater in New York City after 308 performances. I want to say in 1962, the Beatles record the song, How Do You Do It, at EMI. A couple of moments in 1965, the Beatles' single uh, entitled Help goes number one and stays number one for three weeks. Also, the, also the rock group known as The Who, their van is vandalized with $10,000 in equipment stolen. I want to say in 1970, Russian ballerina Natalia Markova Defects to the West while on tour with the Kirov Ballet in London and is granted political asylum. On his date in 1977, Godspell closes at Broadhurst Theater in New York City after 527 performances. On his date in 1980, the group Yes performed its last concert at Madison Square Garden. And on his date in 1983, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat closes at Royale in New York City after 747 performances. Uh, Anton Brooker uh, today turns, uh, let's see, today, today he would have turned, sorry about that, let's see. He would have turned 197 years old today. He passed away in 1996. Today would have been the 129th birthday of Darius Milton Mahal. He passed away in 1974. And I, as we said also as well, Beyonce today turns 40 years old. Four, not four notable passings in music. I want to say 1759, Ger Geralmo uh, Chitti, Ch a composer and music theorist, theorist of Italian descent, passes away at the age of 80. On his day in 1853, Jonathan Bluett, no, I don't think he did, but an organist and composer of English descent passes away at the age of 71. On the state in 1903, Hermann Zump, who was a composer of German descent, passes away at the age of 53. And on the state in 1907, Edward Grieg, a composer of Norwegian descent, who did the Peer Gint Suite, passes away at the age of 64. Uh, some notable passings right here. I'm going to say 1989, uh, excuse me, I'm going to say 1989, excuse me, sorry about that. 
tennis star Bjorn, Bjorn Borg, who was 33 at the time, Mary's rock singer Loredana Burt, who was also 39, who was 33 at the time, I'm sorry, Bjorn Borg was 33 at the time, Mary's rock singer Loredana Burt, who was 39 at the time, in a civil wedding. On the state in 1996, Judy Garland's daughter, Laura, Lorna Loved, who was 44 at the time, Mary's musician and musical director, Colin Freeman, who was 30 at the time, at High, High Clare Castle in Hampshire, United Kingdom. On the state in 2004, rap single, Juvenile, who was 29 at the time, Mary's Shadonna Jones at the Victory Fellowship Church in Mediar, Louisiana. And as we mentioned there before, uh, singer and actress Christina Milian, who was 27 at the time. Mary's singer-songwriter The Dream, who was 31 at the time, at the Little White Chapel in Las Vegas. This was, of course, on this date in 2009. Okay. Now let us go. Let us now go to, of course, your sports history right here. On this date in 1906, the New York Highlanders beat the Boston Pilgrims 7-0 and 1-0 for their Major League Baseball record fifth straight doubleheader sweep. On this date in 1916, future Baseball Hall of Famer pitchers Christy Mathewson and Mordecai Brown face each other for a final time. After 25 contests, Mathewson takes a 13-12 advantage with the Reds' 10-8 win over the Cubs. On this date in 1919, the U.S. National Championship men's tennis, in news, which is now Forest Hills, New York, Bill Johnston wins his second U.S. title, beats Bill Tilden 6-4, 6-4, 6-3. On the state in 1920, Man of War wins the 1 5 mile Lawrence Realization Stakes at Belmont Park by 100 lengths, the largest winning margin in modern thoroughbred racing history, world record time 240.8. 2 On the state in 1922, Finnish, FIN as in from Finland, super athlete Pablo Nirmi runs a 2,000 meter world record 526.3 in Tampere, Finland. Also in 1922, the International Lawn Tennis Challenge in New York City, Bill Tilden beats James Anderson 6-4-5-7-3-6-6-4-6-2 for an unassailable 3-1 lead for U.S. over Australasia. U.S. retains title and 4-1. On the same 1923, New York Yankees, New York Yankees pitcher Sad Sam Jones no hits to Philadelphia A's, two to nothing. And on the state in 1927, Charles Lindbergh visits Boise, Idaho on his cross country tour. As we said, a couple of birthdays here in sports, a couple of legendary golfers here today. Ray Floyd turns 79, and Tom Watson turns 72. Uh, <clears throat> today, on this day in 1980, on 1986, we lost legendary baseball uh, player Hank Greenberg. Uh, as we said, of course, it was 1989, tennis star Bjorn Borg, who was, like we said, Mary's rock singer Lori Donna Burt in a civil wedding. He was 33. She was 39 at the time. On the state in 1993, five-time U.S. national champion figure pair skater Gerard Swallow, who was 26 at the time, Marries his partner Elizabeth Punsalan, and also in the state in 2016, Olympic gold medalist track and field, track and road cyclist Laura Kinney, who was 24 at the time, marries track cyclist Jason Kinney, who was 28 at the time, 
at a private ceremony in Cheshire, England. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And ladies and gentlemen, that's all we got for your pop wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report here, of course, here for today. 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 138. I'm sorry, 141364-pound, excuse me. This is episode number 275 of WCWS Power Hour. This is, of course, Saturday, September 4th, 2021. It is 6.16 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw here coming at you once again from the WCWS HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina. Of course, the rest of the panel, way too tough to handle, of course, taking it easy. After a very arduous week here, in the WWS Radio Network, which saw a bunch of ups and downs here, of course. Uh, of course, we did, of course, talk about everything under the sun here. In terms, of course, of, our, of the one thing we do best, of course, and that is, of course, talk about professional wrestling. Uh, <clears throat> obviously, of course, have been, of course, some big time talk here, of course, here. About what about uh, what the future is going to hold as far as NXT is concerned? Um, of course, obviously we did. Uh, obviously, uh, obviously, of course, like I said, at NXT Raw, NXT AEW, uh, Impact, of course, SmackDown and Rampage, of course, like I said, all putting out some some decent performances. Okay, AEW pretty much. With Dynamite and Rampage, pretty much kind of, pretty much kind of outdone WWE in every single respect. Of course, although we all know that Vince McMahon is really not going to really give up on that fact here, because he, he continues to, of course, say that there is no, the AEW is not a direct threat to him, is not real competition to him, kind of like what WCW and all of them were back in the day. But of course, as we all been. As we all have been saying, he doesn't realize that he doesn't. The AEW is not the only person, not the only group that he has to deal with. But I mean, of course, like I said, he's just, it's just going in one ear and just going out the other, pretty much. As far as, as far as, uh, of course, <clears throat> Mr. Alabaster Keister himself, of course, you know, is uh, kind of realizes or what he thinks he knows. He really does not really know that much of anything. But nevertheless, here, folks, uh, uh, several n- notes I will, of course, make here. First off, this past Tuesday, of course, here, August the 31st, obviously, was a big, big, big night here, of course, especially as far as Revolution was concerned. But one thing, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, I was not a part of that because, um, <clears throat> to, of course, set the record straight here, this past Monday, ladies and gentlemen, I did receive my second vaccination shot, of course, for the virus. And, of course, they have been talking about that. A lot of people have been saying that the second vaccination shot may be more potent and much more stronger than the first one. Well, apparently it pretty much played a key hand. I had it done on Monday the 30th, but somehow I didn't feel any of the effects of it until the following day where of course it pretty much left me in a kind of a weakened state a weakened condition um kind of really slowing me down of course from taking that did take care of a lot of things here of course 
on a personal level as far as my job and everything was was concerned. But of course, by the time I made it home here, but of course the heat also playing playing a very unique factor, of course here as well. It really didn't um, it didn't really kind of help me out that much. Um, based upon that, of course, and then also on the advice of several of our of several of my own here, of course in WWS, uh, of course I do hand it to those people, and that's of course Key and W.O. Javar T. Smith, the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo and the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, I was advised pretty much to kind of take it easy because I was not going to be pretty much in a, any sort of condition to kind of take the show. However, GTS did step in to, of course, assume my hosting duties for uh, Tuesday's edition of Revolution, and I do appreciate that. Of course, also, JD was there, of course, to oversee everything from the techn techn technological Part of it, of course, is he manned the talk shoe chat box for and uh, board for, for uh, GTS, of course, on Tuesday. Uh, and I heard that the show did go extremely well. I definitely would have to go back and uh, listen in on that here. Um, obviously, they just advised me just to try to take it easy as best as I possibly can. And, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, it is because that is something that I've always instilled upon everyone. In WCWS, of course, like I said, if you're not feeling up to doing or not feeling up to doing eat, being on for any particular reason, I mean, if, if, if rest is, of course, definitely needed, you know, I always advise, I always advise everyone to just try to try to take it easy as best as they possibly can. But nevertheless, I, uh, I, I pretty much kind of followed my own advice here in, in, in a sense. So I do thank them, of course, for pretty much kind of helping set me straight and everything of that nature. <clears throat> so, uh, but I did hear Revolution 2 tonight was, of course, tremendous. Uh, I'm sure I think John, also Mitt, John, and Justin was also there to, of course, help out matters as well. So I do thank everyone involved for keeping the show, of course, in motion and everything. I was back on to, of course, handle the remainder of the broadcast here for this week. Unfortunately, of course, this past Thursday's edition of Wolfpack could not get off the ground due to a technical error. I don't know if it was based upon TalkShoe's part because two of our own was able to log on without any problems, but there was a couple of people that was not able to get on myself, and I believe also the human suplex machine, John Gross, was not able to get on, of course, here as well. Um, but everybody, almost just everyone, everyone else, I think, including Mitt and JD, and maybe I think even Justin may have been able to get on there. I'm not sure. But nevertheless here, we just decided to officially, since I was not able to get the show going, what I officially decided to do was to put together, like I said, a special edition of NWO Wolfpack for tomorrow night, uh, in which, in addition, in addition, like I said, the first hour of Wolfpack will be, of course, consistent, will be con mostly consisting of, you know, will be mostly consisting of, of course, like I said, our normal routine like we do on Wolfpack. Of course, you know, the, uh, <clears throat> obviously, of course, uh, will be a, will, will obviously of course be 
uh, <clears throat> will be obviously, of course, here. Um, um, our regular routine, like telling, give you some wrestling news tidbits, and also, of course, like I said, bringing you tomorrow's wrestling and pop, wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays, and also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, talking about anything else, um, of course, here going on here on anything else going on here with wrestling here, other than, of course, the all out show here, because we don't want to give, we don't want to give, we don't want to give too much away here, of course, here on that respect. So, uh, but because, like I said, the next in the next hour, and of course, the next hour, of course, on Revolution, I mean, on Wolfpack. We will be, of course, doing our best to try to provide some sort of live coverage here up to up tomorrow night's all-out event here as well. Even if we go past, the, of course, the, in second intended, the intended second hour, we will, of course, try to cover as much as we possibly can of AEW's all-out show here, of course, and hopefully we will have a lot of folks here. It, it will be, of course, the episode that was intended. For Thursday, of course, which was obviously episode 319. Uh, so it will be so that we can keep our numbers, of course, back on track. So be sure to, of course, if you wish to chat, if you wish to come on and join us for some talk about uh, some, uh, of course, our some wrestling, other wrestling news and some history and also some other uh, <clears throat> and anything else going on, of course, prior to all out. Then, of course, join us for. A rundown of, of everything going on here with the All Out Show. Uh, please, of course, join us tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Uh, caller ID 138-521-POUND for episode special, the special edition of Wolfpack, which will be episode number 319. Uh, we'd love to have you come on here and, and join us in, in a big-time discussion here about everything going on, of course, here with <clears throat> going on here with, of course, the, the world of uh with with of course like i said with of course the coverage of all out and everything else in between um we of course like i said ladies and gentlemen got a whole bunch in including of course we did have a little bit of, we did have a long edition of revolution last night as we were able to get of course everybody some discussions on a lot of other wrestling topics and also we were able to of course from JD, John, Mitt, and Justin, we were able to get everybody's uh, vocal predictions, of course, for All Out. And I hope that, of course, that matches up with what, if they have, did in fact, of course, uh, of course, do any voting, of course, on WWS Dynasty. Uh, I will, of course, point out here, ladies and gentlemen, that we did, of course, we so far have like 13 people that have officially signed up. For um for the all out prediction title challenge, I will point out that they are in fact the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming, the King Clubs Mint Patel, also of course Derek uh Froment, Froment I hope I pronounced that name correctly, uh, Sandy Hayes, as well as Justin Carter, the Iceman Jared D. Girolamo, of course Robbie Thomas, the Human Suplex Machine John Gross, Dan- Danny from Moat Park. Also, a uh, member of John's group, Gerard, Gerard uh, Thornton, as well as, of course, Jackie Wilkes, who I think is a member of WWS Dynasty, as well as the Ace of Spades, uh, Jordan Stoffless. 
So, so far, like I said, 13 people, that's not a bad start. I mean, like I said, anyone else, there's still time to get in on this. So definitely, of course, jump in, of course, here as well. As already, ladies and gentlemen, per the, per the of course, announcement that we heard, that due to travel issues, that the match between Pac and Andrade that was supposed to happen tomorrow night will not take place. However, what they had done is they have officially added the uh, casino, uh, the women's casino battle royal uh, from, of course, the uh, from from the buy-in to, of course, the main to, to part of the main card, and of course, in the place and 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 the new match for the buy-in. They had made a 10-man tag team match, pinning, I do, be, I do believe, of course, I'm not mistaken. Uh, um, <clears throat> let, let's see here. Let me go over, of course, uh, Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, and Wheeler Yuta teaming up with the Jurassic Express, uh, taking on the Hardy family office, who will be, of course, Matt Hardy, the private party, who is Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn, and THQ, who is Angelico and Jack Evans. So, so that's going to be a great pre-show match. And of course, what better way to have it in a pre-show match? What better, what better type of match to have that in there that, than in a than a uh, in a pre-show match better than a ten-man tag? That's not too shabby. Of course, obviously, you're going to have a lot of great matches here. First off. You're going to next off, of course, like we said, the 21-woman casino battle royal for a future shot at the AEW Women's World Title. We do know now, so far, ladies and gentlemen, that is Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, The Bunny, Big Swole, Julia Hart, Tay Conti, Diamante, Penelope Ford, Red Velvet, Hikaru Shida, Emi Sakura, Jade Cargill, who was really a man, uh, Kira Hogan, Abaddon, Layla Hirsch, Kylan King, uh, Reba, not Rebel. Also, Jamie Hayter, Anna J. Rio are in currently in this, and there's one to be decided. Uh, this person obviously is going to be possibly known as, as what they call the Joker of the Casino Battle Royal. Uh, some people are speculating that it could be a AEW competitor who, female competitor who has not wrestled there on there for quite some time. Um, some are even speculating. Possibly, you know, A.J. Lee. Some are speculating that it could be uh, the former Ruby Riot. Of course, who's now calling herself Ruby Soho. There's um, no telling who it's going to be, so we'll definitely have to be watching out for that here, of course, and see. Also, of course, several, a couple of singles matches. Of course, John Moxley taking on Satoshi Kojima. It's a great battle. A great, it could be a great battle right there. Paul White, of course, will take on QT Marshall. Uh, next one here, of course, Chris Jericho taking on MJF. Of course, the stipulation that was laid out uh, by Jericho himself that if he loses this match to MJF, he must retire from in-ring competition. Uh, the TNT title will be up for grabs as Miro will take on Eddie Kingston. The World AW World Tag Team titles will be up for grabs as the Young Bucks will take on the Lucha Brothers. <clears throat> uh, the Women's World Title match, Women's World Title will be up for grabs. As the, as the so-called dentist, Dr. Uh, uh, Buffoon Baker, uh, with Reba, not Rebel, in her corner. And then possibly she may be too, possibly too banged up to probably compete, uh, take part in this. I'm not sure, but 
<laughs> well, that's why you see it's finally going to give it's, it's finally going to defend that belt against someone who we've all thought was very, very worthy. And that's, of course, the alien girl herself and one and only Chris Statlander, which I hope my personal opinion, I hope Statlander beats a living dog out of Baker. That's all I got to say about that. Uh, of course, making his return to the ring in this next and this matchup right here, CM Punk. It's going to be taking on Darby Allen, of course. Sting, uh, who is uh, Darby Allen's uh, mentor, of course, will not be at ringside in this. Also, the AEW World Title match will be up for World Title will be up for grabs as Kenny Omega will be defending against Christian Cage. We keep in mind that Christian has already defeated Kenny for the Impact World Title. Can he defeat him for the AEW World Title? We'll of course definitely have to wait and see, of course, what will happen there. But, of course, it's like up and down the card right here, ladies and gentlemen, for tomorrow night. The card looks absolutely positively tremendous. Uh, keep in mind, to, um, let me go and give you a heads up. Speaking of tomorrow, of course, tomorrow morning, 805-8613 pound will be our next edition of WCWS this morning. As I will be bringing you, of course, tomorrow's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. I will also let you know about what will take place during the radio network in the coming week. Also, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, I will be laying down my official predictions for uh, AEW's All Out show. I will also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, will be, of course, talking about any additional wrestling news courtesy of 411 Mania as well. So be sure to join us starting around 8 a.m. for WCWS this morning, of course, 805-8613-POUND. Of course, right here is part of the radio network on TalkShoe.com. Also, keep in mind, of course, tomorrow night at 7 o'clock will be our special edition of NWO Wolfpack, 138-521-POUND. As we said, of course, first hour will be wrestling news and views, history and birthdays, and some other general wrestling talk. And then at eight, and then in the eight o'clock hour, ladies and gentlemen, we will start talking. Of course, live we will start to start talking some coverage here of the AEW All Out show. Keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that speaking that the All Out Prediction Title Challenge is still up and going, even as we speak. It'll be up up until, of course, the beginning of All Out tomorrow night. So you have until at least eight o'clock to Eastern tomorrow evening. To of course get your get, get if you still want to be if you want to be a part of an opportunity to possibly earn earn your opportunity earn earn one of three championship belts the poll the the polls for all the matches at All Out are, are of course officially posted on WCWS Dynasty which is Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Dynasty Forever you can go on there and still vote on that here today. And <clears throat> so be sure to, of course, uh, get your name in the hat here, hopefully here as soon as possible. And, of course, as we also made a note here as well, there are several people from the ones that have already voted that have not finished have not finished voting year as of yet. And we would like for you to try to hopefully as soon as possible try to get your names in the hat here. Um because, like I said, the more points you earn right here, the better chance you'll have of earning a championship belt. Now, as we said, we're talking about the, the Pac-Andrade match was supposed to take place. But due to travel concerns, it will not take place. Because of that, and since there was already some people that have already started voting on it, what we have officially decided to do is give everyone a, a point right out of the gate. 
even in, even though if even if they did not of course officially vote for on that match we still like i said i thought it'd be very very fair for everybody to go in as even as possible so be sure to of course like i said so be sure to of course like i said ladies and gentlemen get your name of course here in the hat here um as soon as as soon as possible and of course those who have not finished or have already voted who have not finished voting your name should be listed underneath the respective polls be sure to of course get your get your uh get, get your uh, names in there of course hopefully as soon as possible because like i've said the more points you earn the better chance you will have of earning one of three championship belts as we said two of them are aew or aew us belts the AWUS Red Dragon Championship and the AWUS First Dance Championship. And the third one is an NWA US belt, of course, based upon what happened with uh, NWA 73 last weekend. We decided to create the NWA US Anniversary Championship. So, like I said, you might earn one of those three belts, and of course, we'll let you know. Of course, uh, which belt you will, which belt you you'll be uh, up in line for here, of course, here indeed, and we'll let you know, of course, about how we will proceed towards, how we will proceed towards, of course, that effect here as well. <clears throat> so, in the meantime, here, ladies and gentlemen, it is 6:37 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, uh, this is Saturday, September 4th, 2021. 1605-562-0444. Caller ID. 141364 pound. This is episode number 275 of WCWS Power Hour. Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw here, of course, the rest of the panel way too tough to handle. Still taking it easy, of course, here tonight. I'm sure getting themselves, of course, a little bit prepped here and keeping their eyes open on a lot of other stuff going on here in the world of wrestling. Um, like probably watching some stuff that we have I have that we have of course posted on all of our groups, of course, here on Facebook. Uh, which of course we've got we got logged down bogged down with a lot of great stuff here, wrestling and other other means of course everything from old from old uh, game shows to old wrestling moments to old uh, cartoons, heck to even some classic movies of course as well. So be sure to check out a lot of that stuff here of course here today. In the meantime here of course ladies and gentlemen let us now go to 411 Mania. Let's see what stories we have, of course, that have popped up within the la- within, of course, overnight between last night and, of course, this morning. <sighs> and as always, the WWS Radio Network hereby thanks once again. Um, hereby thanks for uh, for Love and Mania for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to in addition to right here on Power Hour, don't forget Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, as well as WWS This Morning, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also Sports Machine. And we hope to, of course, incorporate uh, it into a lot of shows that hopefully will be returning to the air here in the radio network and, of course, debuting on the radio network here sometime in the second half of 2021. We have, of course, a handful of stories right here. Um, I, let's see. Uh, let's see. Our first, 
Our first story here tonight, Joseph Lee posted this story as action figures for CM Punk, Mr. Brody Lee, and more have been officially been announced at AEW's Fan Fest. AEW is holding a special Fan Fest today ahead of tomorrow's all-out pay-per-view, and during the event, new action figures from Jazz Wars were announced. Unmatched Series 3 will include, will, will include Mr. Brody Lee, Anna J, Evil Uno, John Silver, Stu Grayson, and an LJN version of Darby Allen. Unmatched Series 4 will include CM Punk, Jade Cargill, who of course will look like a man, uh, Corazon de Leon, Chris Jericho, as well as Adam Page, MJF, and Cody Rhodes. Unrivaled Series 8 will include Chuck Taylor, Trent, and also Chris Statlander. Unrivaled Series 9 will include Thunder Rosa, Eddie Kingston, Ricky Starks, Brian Cage, Christian Cage, and Powerhouse Hobbs. A bloody Britt Baker from her match with Thunder Rosa has also been announced. Uh, and also, of course, uh, Jeremy Potter, uh, his uh, Twitter handle at JeremyCom, uh, has posted some more stuff, of course, here about these figures. So you can go on there and you can go, come on this page and read his tweets if you wish to do so. Our next story, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure you all know about the show that happened that takes on that comes on every Wednesday, of course, called The Bump. Well, Joseph Lee is reporting that one of its hosts has officially departed WWE. Which is kind of really surprising. PW Insider reports that Evan T. Mack, one of the hosts of WWE's web series The Bump, left the company this past week. He was not included on Wednesday's episode, according to Mack's post on Twitter. It didn't seem like he wanted to leave. He wrote, Gone fam, unceremoniously ashamed. Um, he posted that on his Twitter account, I believe, let's see, on Thursday. The, uh, the current hosts of the program include Caleb Braxton, Matt Camp, and Ryan Papiola. And and there's really don't have a whole lot of details about that, but we'll try to, of course, try to find out if there was anything going on here. Uh, if there was anything, if there was anything going on here, possibly something involving events, uh, events was doing or whatever. I'm not sure, but we'll find that out. Joseph Lee posted this story here tonight about an update here. Uh, original story here. AEW has announced a special edition of AEW Dark, which air, which did air, which will air here in about 45 minutes, and will include an appearance of CM Punk. Uh, of course, there's spoilers. There's a link to some spoilers if you want to read that. The show's lineup will include the following: Jade Cargill, who uh, I said looks like a man, who has star, smart Mark Sterling in, in her, in his slash her corner, will take on Blair Onyx. Frankie Kazarian will take on Dean Alexander. Jurassic Express with Marco Stunt in their corner will take on the Chaos Project. John Silver in 10 with Alan Five Angels in their corner and take on Ren Jones and Zachariah with Dustin Rhodes in their corner. Queen Amanada will take on Penelope Ford with the Bunny in her corner. Heather Reckless will take on Julia Hart with the Varsity Blondes in her corner. Hikaru Shida will take on Missa Kate. Red Velvet will take on Sky Blue. Hunter Knott and Rosario Grillo will take on 2.0 with Daniel Garcia in their corner. 
Brandon Gore and JDX will take on Sean Spears and Wardlow with Tully Blanchard in their color corner and Baron Black versus Wheeler Yuta with Orange Cassie and Chuck Taylor in his corner. So we will uh, so now the update the updated version here is uh, a, the update is AW has announced actually that tonight's episode of Dark will not debut at 7 p.m. Eastern as expected tonight. It will premiere later. A new time has not officially been revealed as of yet. Uh, AEW posts on her Twitter account. Tonight's special Saturday night hashtag AEW Dark will be posted later than expected tonight. We it will be kept, they will keep you we will keep you posted on the premiere time. So ladies and gentlemen, keep your eyes open, of course, on YouTube. I mean, I'm sure it will pop up in that respect. You will probably let everyone know about what time it will actually pop on. Our next story here, Joseph Lee posted this story as Olympic champion uh, Gable Stevenson has reportedly signed with WWE. The post on Twitter, Gable Stevenson revealed that he has signed a contract with, with, with somebody although he didn't specify with who. He wrote, just put the pen in the paper. According to Dave Meltzer of F4W Online, Stevenson has officially signed with the WWE after months of hinting at it. He also made an appearance at SummerSlam excuse me, last month and reportedly met with Vince McMahon at the time. No other details of his contract or his start date were mentioned. So, so apparently it must, it must be something with WWE, but but right now, of course, that's some people saying it might be, it still might be, of course, some a potential uh, uh, sound like to me it could still be, like I said, a rumor. Joseph Lee posted this story here today as the police report reveals on new details on the death of Daphne. As previously reported, Former WCW and TNA wrestler Daphne tragically passed away this, this past week as a result of a suicide. She had posted a video on Instagram Live that concerned many people in the wrestling world, but no one got to her house in time. TMZ has more details on her passing after the release of the police report on the matter. On Thursday, police went to her home in Norcross, Georgia for a welfare check. They met her mother, Jean, there and knocked at the door. After no one answered, the police left without trying to get inside. They came back a few hours later and saw Daphne's car parked nearby. A maintenance man gave him a key, but it didn't unlock the deadbolt. This resulted in the fire department getting called and the door was broken down. Police entered and found Daphne's body and a gun nearby. The medical examiner has yet to rule the official cause of death, but according to the police report, it was due to a gunshot wound in the chest. Of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, as we did mention here, of course, since this tragic passing of Daphne, of course, remember last year with Hana Kimura and also, of course, with uh, Ashley Massaro. Uh, once again, if you're thinking of harming yourself or having thoughts of suicide, please, by all means, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Once again, that phone number is at 1-800-273-8255. Those in the UK can get help by calling the Samaritans Helpline on 116-123. Those in Australia can call Lifeline Australia 
at 13 11 14. so apparently ladies and gentlemen this does sound more and more like of course it was apparently a suicide of course uh, sadly that that daphne did in fact of course take her own life our thoughts and prayers of course continue to uh to continue to be with the family and friends and many fans of course of daphne jeffrey harris posted this story here today as wwe releases a storyline injury update on cesaro during today's wwe talking smack WWE delivered a storyline update on Cesaro after he was assaulted by Seth Rollins on last night's edition of SmackDown. Cesaro beat Rollins by DQ after Rollins used a steel chair. After the match was over, Rollins continued to attack Cesaro before Edge came out to help. On Talking Smack, it was said that Cesaro was evaluated by the WWE medical staff and he was diagnosed with a cervical strain. Of course, there's a video on here of Rollins' attack on Cesaro. So I'm sure that Cesaro is probably going to also want a piece of Seth Rollins now as well. So Rollins, I'm sure, all around is trying to make as many enemies as he possibly can here, folks. Uh, two additional matches here, folks. Uh, has been added. Two more stories here have been added. Let's go ahead and bring this here, too. Uh, Joseph Lee has posted this story. Just now, as Ring of Honor hypes a new six-man tag team match for Death Before Dishonor. Ring of Honor has announced a big six-man tag team match for ROH Death Before Dishonor. As Violence Unlimited, the team of Chris Dickinson, Homicide, and Tony Deppin take on Lee Moriarty, John Walters, and LSG. After Violence Unlimited's Chris Dickinson issued an open challenge to any pure wrestlers, past, present, or future to face him. Homicide and Tony Deppin face him. Homicide and Tony Deppin in a six-man tag match. One competitor from each era quickly stepped up. Former pure champion John Walters, LSG, and Lee Moriarty have joined forces to take on Violence Unlimited at the Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view on September the 12th in Philadelphia's 2300 Arena. Part of VU's mission since its formation earlier this year has been to prove that the pure wrestlers are no match for violent competitors such as themselves. Make an example of Walters, LSG, and Moriarty is easier is of course easier said than done. However, Walters held the pure title for 189 days back in 2004-2005, but he's now a nostalgia act. He made return to Ring of Honor last year in great shape and nearly defeated pure star Tracy Williams. LSG, who is relatively new to the pure division, has quickly climbed the ranking and is currently the number two contender to the pure title. Deppin knows firsthand how good LSG is because he was defeated by LSG in a traditional match back in February. Moriarty, one of the most in-demand wrestlers on the independent circuit, will be making his ROH debut. The Apex of Combat has received high praise from the likes of pure champion Jonathan Gresham, and former Ring of Honor star Alex Shelley. Will violence, violence be victorious at death before dishonor, or will pure prevail? Join us live in Philadelphia on pay-per-view or streaming for Honor Club to find out. As we said, of course, Ring of Honor presents Death Before Dishonor pay-per-view, Sunday, September 12th, bell time, 7 p.m., 2300 Arena, 2300 South Swanson Street in Philadelphia. That was the former ECW Arena. 
already so far, ladies and gentlemen, ROH World Title four-way elimination match. Bandito will defend against Brody King, EC3, and Demonic Flamita. The ROH Women's Women's World Title Tournament Finals. Jonathan Gresham will take on Josh Woods. Gresham will, will of course, uh, be defending the Pure Title. ROH World Six-Man Tag Team Titles. Shane Taylor Promotions, who is Shane Taylor and the Soldiers of Savagery, uh, Moses and Khan, will defend the belts against La Faction and Gonorable, who was Dragon Lee, Kenny King, and Bestia Del Ring. As we said, Violence Unlimited, who was Tony Deppin, Chris Dickinson, and Homicide, will take on John Walters, LSG, and Lee Moriarty. And also Dalton Castle will take on Eli Ison. Another story that was just now added on here, of course, here as well. Joseph Lee posted this story today as Julius and Brutus Creed is set for an in-ring debut on Tuesday's WWE NXT. Malcolm Bevins posted a new video online in which he announced that Julius and Brutus Creed have, have set, are set to make their in-ring debut on this week's edition of NXT. Bevins said the following, The Creed brothers are world-class athletes, national champions. Brutus Creed, this man, was undefeated and placed number one in the NCAAs. Julius Creed, he plays in the Olympic trials in Greco and freestyle. These are the two newest members of the Diamond Mine. And you have the opportunity to witness history this Tuesday when they make their NXT in-ring debut, Diamond Mine Forever. NXT posted on their Twitter account, at Malcolm, Malcolm Valley, announces in the at Diamond Mind WWE Training Center that Julius and Brutus Creed will make their in-ring debuts this Tuesday on hashtag WWE NXT. Now, let's see here. There might have been a couple stories. Let's see. Um, Okay. Let's see. Okay. Our Jeffrey Harris posted this story right here. As there is a backstage update on the whereabouts of Sasha Banks. Fightful Select has an update on the whereabouts of WWE superstar Sasha Banks, who has, mysteriously, has been mysteriously absent from programming since before SummerSlam. She was scheduled and advertised to be facing Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's title up until and even during the event. According to Fightful's report, Sasha Banks was in attendance at backstage at last night's SmackDown in Jacksonville. It's unknown if WWE is making any creative plans right now for Banks. Ultimately, Becky Lynch acted as a last-minute replacement for Banks at SummerSlam. She faced Bianca Belair and beat her in less than 30 seconds to capture the SmackDown Women's title at the event. Lynch is currently slated to defend the title against Belair in a rematch against I mean, at Extreme Rules later this month. Uh, Jeffrey Harris has this story from today. Samoa Joe talks about his potential reality matches in NXT and also the changes in NXT since his last run. Live and Wrestling recently interviewed NXT World Champion Samoa Joe, who discussed his potential title challenges in NXT and more. Here are some highlights. 
Samoa Joe on potential match, matchups in NXT. Joe says, at this point, there are no dream matches. It's all reality matches. You talk about Ciampa. Ciampa's right there. He is ready. Talk about Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne is ready. Walter, he's ready. Roderick Strong, he's ready. Let's stop dream match talk. Dream match is something you hope will happen one day, but all these are going to go down. It's inevitable, it's inevitable with the level of competition. Of course, on NXT, the guys want to prove themselves. When I walk through the locker room, there's a bunch of dudes kind of sitting there rubbing their hands and licking their chops way too much for my liking. They understand, they understand, they understand the opportunity that's in front of them and are ready to take, the, take advantage of it. On the difference between his current run in NXT to his past run, Joe says, yeah, we're not doing as many shows for obvious reasons, so I'm a little less active. Obviously, I would love to be more, uh, I would be, love to be more active, safety permitting, completely different faces for me, even when I came back to NXT the first time. There was a lot of familiar faces around me. Now I'm generally dealing with a lot of people that I never had a lot of experience with, the majority of the roster. A little bit younger, a little bit newer, just kind of coming into their own. So it's kind of a newer environment for me this time around. So there you so folks right there, there you have it. Uh, a couple more here, we'll bring it here. Jeremy Thomas posted this story today as WWE hypes the arrival of the new NXT with a new video. WWE has posted a new video promoting the impending arrival of the new NXT. Of course, you check out the video right here, which is very colorful. The new NXT will debut on September 14th. Thus far, the only segment announced for that episode is the wedding of Indy Hartwell and Dexter Loomis. That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is 100% kind of freaky. But we will post this video in the NXT US page. Anybody does want to see it. Jeremy Thomas posted this story yesterday with some various news as ESPN looks at CM Punk's AEW arrival. Also, Luke Hawks has, has been profiled by Emmy Magazine. ESPN has a new article, feature article looking at CM Punk's return to wrestling in AEW ahead of his in-ring return in All Out against Darby Allin. Here is the piece. Among the details in the story are this. Punk did not sign his AEW contract until 30 minutes before he made his debut on AEW Rampage after his agent told him he probably should sign the deal before appearing on TV. He did have overtures from WWE before signing with AEW, but they never got off the ground. He said WWE continued to play games. Punk was particularly impressed with how the AEW locker room was so tight-knit and how they were able to keep Brody Lee's illness from leaking to the media. And how Tony Khan himself didn't tell Punk about Lee's illness, even though they were speaking regularly at the time. Lou D'Angeli, the former signed guy Dudley in ECW, was a part of the group that Punk brought to the United Center with him for his debut. Punk spoke to Tony Khan 
back in December of 2018, right before Khan announced the launch of AEW. Luke Hawks is working on, on start, and also, like I said, Luke Hawks is start is working on 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 stars uh, on stars heels as the wrestling coordinator, and the new issue of Emmy Magazine profiled him. Of course, the future there's a link to the future right here if you want to take a look at that, which looks at his, at his growing up as a fan of the business, as well as his stunt work, of course, in the film. The feature includes a story about Hawk's first live wrestling show he saw where he notes that one of his favorites was Terry Funk, who got jumped by a bunch of heels. So I ran back to the dressing room, I busted the doors down, and I yelled, help, you got to help, Terry Funk is being jumped. Paul Orndorff, Mr. Wonderful, put his arms around me, walked me out of the dressing room and said, Terry can handle himself. I couldn't believe, believe they wouldn't come out and help Terry. So, and one more story here, ladies and gentlemen. Blake Lavelle posted a story yesterday, and there is an update on how Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard are going to be involved with NXT. They're going to screw with this, what they're going to do. As previously reported, there have been lots of rumors regarding Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard's potential involvement in the new look NXT. Fightful Select has an update on where things stand with their roles with NXT. According to Fightful, numerous WWE sources effectively denied reports on the NXT production being handled by McMahon and Pritchard. One source stated, don't believe everything you hear regarding the rumors of their involvement. Fightful notes that several other sources did confirm Pritchard is scheduled to visit the WWE Performance Center on Saturday. The NXT talent is not mandated to be in attendance, with some unsure of the reasoning behind Pritchard's visit. And while an additional source pointed out that neither would have the time capabilities to add NXT to their ongoing duties with WWE. Well, like I said, they're planning, they can add it on to the list of things that they're trying to do to screw up the fans and everything like that. So, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, with, of course, tonight's uh, Wrestling News Reviews here report. And also on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you very much here for listening here tonight to episode number 275 of WWS Power Hour. As always, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, of course, like I said, uh, <clears throat> saying here, uh, thank you very much here for listening. Also, check out all of our pages, of course, on Facebook. As we said, we got plenty of stuff here, including, of course, a lot of uh, a lot of classic wrestling matches, promos, and vignettes. On, all, on the video vault and all of our tri- uh, tribute pages to, of course, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of uh, classic mom- classic uh, entertainment moments on Entertainment Cavalcade, and, of course, a lot of our uh, pop culture tribute pages, including, of course, our tributes to Home Improvement, Knight Rider, the Power Rangers, NASCAR US high-octane history, Motor Week retro review, Cars of the Past, our pages dedicated to Don Rickles, as well as Johnny Carson, as well as, of course, Whose Lines It Anyway. Also, location of animation for some classic cartoons. Also, WWS Movie Channel with some great uh, great movies, of course, you can definitely check out right now. Also, Sports Roundup. <clears throat> also, Game Show Alley with some classic game show, great classic game show moments as well. Be sure to check out everything we've got listed on there, of course, here today. We'd love to, of course, like to get your take on everything and see what you have to say about everything there. 
And also our past episodes of all of our shows right here on Talk Show as well. We also love what you have. We would also love what you have to say about all of our stuff here, of course, here as well. Power Hour episode 275 is a broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, six years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continue. Our radio network. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling and pop culture connection, folks. To, be sure to check out WSWS this morning, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., 8.05, 8.613-pound. And also our special edition of NWO Wolfpack starting at 7 o'clock tomorrow night, 138-521-pound. As of course, like in the, in the 8 o'clock hour, we will, of course, be, of course, starting our our coverage, of course, of AEW's All Out show. Like, remember, ladies and gentlemen, please go to WCWS Dynasty. To vote on your own who you think will win each of the matches here for tomorrow night's all-out show for your opportunity to earn one of three trivia championship series belts <clears throat> become something part of truly of something truly uh, magical and historic of course here indeed since 2015 your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling pop culture and everything of course here in between this is, of course, one of the only here, ladies and gentlemen, the WCWS Radio Network. Please take care out there, folks. Please stay safe out there. <clears throat> and we will talk at you, of course, here tomorrow morning and tomorrow evening. Until then, take care and God bless here, folks. <clears throat> this is, of course, the one of the only, ladies and gentlemen, the WCWS Radio Network. Take care and, of course, God bless. This is the WCWS Radio Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.